श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरो साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम meditation is from what we think we are to in fact what we are this is the journey so we think that we are mother father brother sister so investigate how these people are born so they are born after identification with the body so if we have to understand that we are all experiencing good or bad only as somebody always and that somebody is born after body identification so there are many techniques we have seen two three of them one of the technique is called as kundalini in this the infinite energy which expresses in the individual like what is the power of this bulb 40 watt so that is the limitation of this bulb it can't take more than that but that doesn't mean electricity is only 40 watt it is infinite exactly the same way the divine energy is infinite because parmatma is infinite so only a part of it is expressing through us so parmatma expression of his energy through us that exp- the energy manifests as chetana or life that life becomes functional as intellect or antakaran that intellect or antakaran starts expressing through the organs of action and organs of perception and from the organs of perception the world is born this is the journey see now this energy the divine energy energy is that which cannot be destroyed it can be converted different forms you can't destroy that so this energy that we are individually called as kundalini chakra one should never play with this by one's own imaginary or individual efforts without proper understanding there are many types of kundalini shaktis prana kundalini jnana kundalini kriya kundalini so those who are sufficiently introvert 
for them it doesn't take even a fraction of moment to straight away be aware at the base of the spine. At the base of the spine, the energy is caught up in body identification. That point is called as Mooladhar Chakra. It is the Mooladhar. It is the basic support for our life. If there is no body identification, the life has departed from the body. Therefore, this Mooladhar is called as the Mooladhar Chakra. Now this energy because of this identification with the body, the expression of that identification in the body is in the form of desire, kamana, that is the Swadhisthan chakra. Until such time, desires and kamanas are influencing our life is a clear indication that our body identification is very strong. Now, these kamanas or desires have no limit. That unlimited desires is called as greed. And the greed is the Manipur chakra. So we are all living in these lower three chakras. And the base of the spine is the Muladhar. Above the genitals is the Swadhisthan, a place of calm desire and above that at the level of the umbilicus is the Manipur. Till such time we live in these lower three chakras, we are samsari. We are Vyavaharik Jeev. Now a seeker is born when he rises above the three and starts working on the mind. So working on the mind is we have come in the Anahat Chakra. So when we are sitting for meditation, find out where are we. So we will come to know 
we are caught up in one of the lower three chakras and therefore questions arise about these three lower chakras. But when you come to Anaha chakra, questions will not arise about the lower three chakras, but we start working on the mind. We normally work by the mind by asking questions. That is one of the reasons I don't entertain questions. Because each question breeds the next question. And when you ask somebody a question, you get a reply. You don't get answer. Answer you have to find out. In the school, in examinations, we are given answer books. We are not given reply books. Reply could be anything. That is not answer. Answer we have to discover. And when we just start working on our mind, then there will be zero questions about the lower three. Greed, desires and the body identification. But this is so important that any desire, any question, any greed is only for somebody who is born after body identification. Now as a mother, try not to think about your children. As a husband, try not to think about your wife. It's not possible. Mind requires a reference point to begin the thinking process. And what is the reference the mind knows? Body. Once in one yoga conference, when I was talking about it, one gentleman said, but it is said that sharira madhyam kalu dharma sadhanam. I said, yes, it is said. Then, sadhanam is means. It is not the goal. You must have a car. So car is a means. You can't go and sit in the car whole life, even if you are a taxi driver. So, we must be convinced of this, that the real meditation is, we attain freedom from body identity. Then the pressure of this waking world will no more bother us. But then we have earlier done sufficient damage to our mind. 
leading the life uncontrolled, reactionary, then that will be still there in the mind. So we have to sort them out. And instead of sorting them out, we ask questions. Questions are like the when I sit for meditation, all kinds of dirty thoughts come in my mind. Normally I am okay. The moment I sit for meditation, why this is happening? In whose mind the dirty thoughts come? My mind? No, 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 not your, my mind. Now, thoughts come in your mind. You should know. How can I know? See, 90% cases, it is the complaint, not the inquiry. Complaints are not solutions. then we will come to know that the thoughts come only to somebody, number one. Then the second thing, thoughts come only about that to which we have given importance. Suppose you have to catch a warning flight and you have to go to the airport two, three hours before. So, what will be the approach? We'll fix a time. This time I have to reach. But that particular time is very important for us. So, whatever we are doing, every now and then we look into us. Oh, still this time. We are given importance. So, whatever we have given importance, that is the source of disturbance. And depending on that, our spiritual practice happens. If we are given importance to the body, then yoga. If we are given importance to upasana, then chanting the Lord's name. If given importance to charity, then collect funds from others and do charity in your name, like Ganpati Bappa Moriya. Because that is what we have given importance. If we have given importance to this, they enter. Now give importance to peace of mind.
after during this short spell, what exactly has happened to us? We must learn. Otherwise, it will be a Jada Samadhi. What happened? When we give importance to peace of mind, <coughs> the chatter stopped. We didn't tell you anything else. The importance to peace of mind. Now instead of learning from this peace of mind, we get buried in the peace of mind. And if there is some disturbance here and there, we react. So this peace of mind has to be clearly understood. That is what yoga says, Chitta Vritti Nirodha Yoga. Now thoughts cannot be stopped. <coughs> because mind doesn't want to die. So to uh, avoid its own death, mind either goes in the past memories or it starts projecting the future worries. So these two things consciously has to be controlled. 24-7 is the practice of meditation. It's not only half an hour. Mind expresses as speech. Unmanifest speech is mind. And manifest mind is speech. So what is called a Paravani is the unmanifest mind. Then Pashanti ready to manifest. Then Madhyama, subtle manifest. Then Vaikari, gross manifest. So everything is happening only in the mind. Nothing is happening to the body. Like my mind is speaking and your mind is seeing me. I don't know whether you are hearing or not. Therefore, this mind expresses in two ways. One is using the Vaikari Vani, talking to others, or using the Madhyama Vani, talking to ourselves. These two things are to be consciously worked upon. Then we will discover that we talk to others always about 
our past or ask them about their past. Thereby, we refuse to be in the present. We observe this consciously. Whenever we talk, we talk about the past. If I as a mother talk about my child, when he was small, he was like this, but now he is grown up, married, he is so changed. Do you think the other mother will keep quiet? She will start, no, no, no. My son was that time very rowdy, but now he, who has asked him? You see, 99% we talk when nobody has asked us anything. This we have to learn. Like I was in uh, China, one girl, she came with me for a walk, a Bengali girl. And uh, we finished our lunch, there was a break two hours. So I said, instead of lying down here, let's go and walk in the garden, beautiful gardens. So she came for the first time with me. And uh, I was taking pictures, nice flower beds. And she started talking about herself. She told her whole story. After that, she says, honey, you are not telling anything. I said, no, I am listening to you. Then she said, no, you tell something. I said, will you like if I tell you something or you will not like? She said, no, you tell. You are not going to tell me something to hurt me. Yes. I said, you told me about your life. How you were married against the will of your parents. How your husband is a room. And how you have left your small child and you came here because there is no money to survive. And your small baby, hardly four months, six months, you left with your parents. And your husband is a drunkard. This you told me. Did I ask this? This is one of the most important things to learn. Never talk to anybody about your past. Never talk to anybody unless somebody wants to know. Very important. You know what happens by this? When we talk about our past, past belongs to whom? The body. So, our body identification is not given up. When I am talking as a child, the identification is Talking as a teenager, identification. Talking as a wife, identification is there. So, net result is, when we grow old, we always keep on talking about our past and thereby body identification is strengthened with every talk that we make to others. And as a result, all that we do as a spiritual practice is washed away. It's so important. 
So what is to be done? We don't have to worry about others. We ourselves should work on this. It's very clearly said, na prushtaha kasyachit brujat, na cha anyayena cha prushtata. If somebody has not asked us, let us not talk anymore. No need. Then, slowly, our body identification will be reduced to that extent. Then, second thing. This is how the mind survives. The second thing is, we talk to ourselves. We talk to ourselves with the Madhyamavani. And we talk to ourselves about the future. After I go from here, I have to cook, I have to do this, so people are coming. These are the two directions when the knowledge moves away from the source. That is called as mind. And the reason for movement of the mind in the past and the future is somebody. We use the word ego, but we are not defined what is ego. Ego is a fool carrying the burden of total past possessions and relations. When you carry any burden, you can't be comfortable. Don't unburden that. It is so important, my friends. So important. And if you are convinced of this, that I cannot be the body, maybe you don't have experience, but I cannot be the body, then what will happen? What will the symptoms? How do we know whether we are progressing or not? The worldly things and beings will never be an issue for us. Things, possessiveness. Beings, relationship. Now observe this. What is our life? Either talking about the possessions or relations. And together, experiences of the past. A strong ego is constructed. It is so important, so important. When we come to Anah Chakra, first of all, we have to recognize that the I thought is very fat. If it is entertaining too many not I thoughts, so more the possessions and relations and the past is entertained, to that extent our I is very strong. And to the extent they are reduced in their importance. To that extent, our eye started becoming thinner and thinner. Be attentive 
in deep sleep we have zero positions and zero relations. Therefore, in deep sleep there is nobody. And when nobody, no thoughts, no thoughts, all happiness. The meditation and deep sleep are same. In deep sleep we don't know. In meditation we know. You can live in meditation 24-7. You cannot sleep 24-7. Now with this kind of understanding contemplation, we slowly get convinced that meditation is not a physical act, but a wise approach to life. So when you sit quiet, the body identification is at the base of the spine. If we are fully integrated, you can experience the pulsation at the base of the spine. That is the movement of the Kundalini away from body identification. So within the body is mind and prana. Energy or Kundalini reaches up to the top of the crown. So from the Muladhar to the Sahasrar is the field of this Kundalini And it is awakened when Thoughts, branches in the form of desires are not formed. Then one discards that at the base and as if reaches the top. Here we are not trying to see anything, hear anything, 
if we are thus withdrawn from body identification and come to the sahasrana, The asan becomes firm, steady, and the mind is fully relaxed. As a result, the weight of the body increases. Now we are at the crown, the top of the head. And the lower part of the body has almost disappeared from the knowledge. It is from here the energy enters the body in the womb of the mother and goes down through to the muladhar, gets entangled and identified with the body and the individuality is born. So we have to bring this energy to the entrance point where from it must exit. Like outside our nose is the air and when the air enters through the nose, it becomes prana. Exactly the same way. Up to the crown, it is individual energy, Kundalini. When it goes beyond, it is total energy. That is what is called as awakening of the Kundalini. 
there is no pressure, there is no struggle. Do not talk to yourself. Thoughts come words We are experiencing the minute sounds, we are experiencing the temperature, the touch of the asan, but there only we stop. 
in deep sleep, we don't experience these. Therefore, it is not samadhi. We go through the relative experiences of life and yet continue to live as the Absolute. Experience of relativity without the loss of non-duality is living in meditation. Being, there are no efforts.
you do not talk to yourself. beyond the limit of our crown is the total infinite energy of the divine. Like outside our nose is the total air. As we move in the air, so too we are living in the divine air. When our individual energy is caught up in body identification, we live as an individual person. When this energy merges with the total, an ordinary person is a great master.
take deep breath two, three times. And observe the inclusion of the body in the mind. <coughs> now we have narrowed from the infinite to the finite. Move your toes and fingers. Now the illusion is complete. I am inside the body, the world is outside. And hereafter continue suffering. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudashate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Pyonamaham